Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218 That's 800-950-8218 Paid for by Want to Sell What is going on, everybody? Oh, it's still Dominic Jimenez. That's right. One more day in the saddle. Tomorrow, Rick will be back, and I know you're all chomping at the bit to get him back on. But in the meantime, we've got two more hours with me. That's right. Actually, on Twitch.tv today, because my guy Daniel is in studio um, pushing the buttons for me because Darren's on vacation, so my emergency, what if the guest doesn't call... He's not around, so Daniel, big thanks to you coming in uh, about 12 hours early uh, and helping out with the button pushing and the phones and and all that. Uh, We've got some guests. We've got Danny Villanueva Jr. He's a director. His new film, I Dream of Psychopomp. I know what it's about because I read about it, but uh, we'll definitely talk to him about what's going on there. Uh, That'll be in about uh, 15 minutes. In an hour, we'll talk with J.D. Sharp again from Against the Number Baseball. Against the Number, talking baseball. Uh, one week post-trade deadline, so we'll see uh, a lot happened in baseball over the week. A lot of things to shape up the standings. And then in about an hour and a half, we'll speak with ESPN and Andscape. I had to look that up. It's the former undefeated. Uh, senior NFL writer Jason Reed for his new book, Rise of the Black Quarterback, which is out now and. If you're looking at me on Twitch TV, there's the book right there. However you might be listening, I'd like to welcome you to the show. iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, all of the digital streaming platforms. Basically, we're there. Terrestrial radio across the United States. Or if you're listening to us on the American Forces Radio Network, I'd like to thank you in uh, not just for joining us, but for what you do to protect us and allow me to sit in a warm room with a lot of lights talking into a microphone. So thank you for your service and keeping us safe and letting us do what we do, and that is talk sports. So I'm Dominic Jimenez. More on the other side. This is Tidalani Sports. How do you make the most of your land? 
If you ask the Rams, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working up, play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back into the show, Dominic Jimenez, Sports Byline USA, titillating sports. The phone number, if you're going to give me a call and we can chat some sports, is 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Our pal Christian in Galveston, Texas, has done just that. Christian, what's going on, my man? Dominic Cash Baldwin Jimenez, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Christian. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, man. I'm just—I mean, I know that it sucks that you're having to fill in for Rick Tittle, who's currently out. Hopefully, he's doing well. But still, though, 
I mean, don't you feel like you could potentially be a future host anywhere, including at this network? Yeah, so for starters, Rick is doing just fine. He's on vacation with his family, so Rick's doing extremely well. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, two, it definitely doesn't suck <laughs> um, having to fill in for Rick. Uh, I do enjoy my time on the air. Definitely uh, always good, especially when I can in a chat with you know guests or uh, callers and listeners like yourself. So uh, all that good, and yeah, no, and and, and my role uh, here, uh, it unfortunately it keeps me incredibly busy to be able to dedicate a uh, full segment of my time each week. But uh, we we've got some stuff in the works. But thank you. I mean, understood. I'm, I mean, it's way better than you having to work the weekend shift over on this network. But it's understandable. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it, that's one of the beautiful things about uh, the way it is. I got my weekends off, so come football season, I, I I'm rarely in here on Sundays, and that makes me extremely happy. Right, right, of course. But enough about all that. There's a couple of things that I want to talk to you about. First of all, namely, when it comes down to the pennant chase in Major League Baseball, since we're now in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. I know my Astros really tried to, you know, lay the hurt to the Guardians, the former Indians, so to speak, in Cleveland, but ended up getting a split series. But with the landscape of Major League Baseball changing after the Juan Soto trade from the Nationals to the Padres, and I know you mentioned that in your pre-taped hour earlier, but do you feel that Major League Baseball it's starting to go through a seismic shift, so to speak, especially in the National League. Um, I don't know about seismic shift, but uh, the National League is definitely getting really loaded. Admittedly, I pay a little bit more attention to the National League than I do the American League because I mean, my team is the Giants, so I, I see those National oh, League te- cool. National League teams more often, and I also see what the National League West is doing. You know, we talk about you mentioned Juan Soto. Uh, the Dodgers over the last, what, five years have brought in Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, <laughs> and uh, uh, Freddie Freeman. So. I mean, they already got Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, so and they had Kershaw in place. So, yeah, the, the NL West is kind of becomes an become an arms race. Uh, we saw the Mets bring in a couple guys. They've brought in Lindor. They signed him to a big deal. And then the American League, you've got uh, Aaron Judge having arguably one of the best seasons from a hitter we've seen in quite some time. So um, whether I call uh, it a yeah, power shift uh, in the National League, I wouldn't call it that completely yet because the, there are teams like the Yankees and the Astros that look extremely good and extremely um, like they're viable World Series contenders in the American League still. But we're starting to see a lot of top-heavy teams in baseball, and I, I hope we can not just get away from that because if my team were one of these top-heavy teams, I'd be like, yes, absolutely, all, I'm all for it. But – I would like to see a little more balance where you know, teams like the Brewers aren't unnecessarily shedding payroll for no reason when they're in the playoff race. I mean, come to think of it, it's just crazy to me because the way I see it, and I know that the playoffs are supposed to have, what, like six teams in each league this season, or was it, wasn't it's, it like that? Yeah, like it's, a, I, think, I think it's six teams, yeah. Yeah, I think it's only going to be a matter of time before that gets bumped to eight in each division because there's so many good teams in both 
the American and National League that are so great that it's just hard to understand why so many 80 and 90 win teams miss out on the playoffs every year. Yeah, I yes and no. With with baseball, I will say you play 162 games if 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 you feel like, "Oh, we got robbed after 162 games." I think your team just might not be good enough. One of the downsides to expanded playoffs is sure, great. We're seeing uh some like you mentioned, 90 win teams get in. Last year, um the the Giants without the wild card wouldn't have gotten in winning 100 game 100 plus games. So while there is a an upside to having expanded playoffs, the downside is that there is going to be it, it's going to happen. Whether it's this year or the following year, there's going to be a team that probably shouldn't be in the playoffs that is going to make the playoffs. Actually, Daniel, just give me a thumbs up. The Marlins last year were in the playoffs, right? I think they made the wild card. I feel like they may have, and it was like their first playoff loss in since like 2002 because the only other times they had made the playoffs were the two World Series wins or something like that. I don't know if that's uh, yeah. right, but you're going to get teams that probably shouldn't be in the playoffs that are going to make it as you expand the playoffs. And we've seen that with basketball. Adam Silver talking about, we're going to expand the playoffs from 16 teams to whatever number. I'm like, I, I, I don't need 500 basketball in the playoffs. I mean, come to think of it, I think what Adam Silver is doing is pretty, I want, I want to say pretty risky. I can't say the other word because then Daniel will kick me off the air. But still, though, it's pretty risky considering the fact that it's, Pretty much like a win-in-your-in type of tournament with the play-in tournament that the NBA has. I mean, it basically gives us basketball fans, especially like myself, you know, more of an opportunity to enjoy the sport for what it is instead of just, oh, I can't wait for the playoffs and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so Daniel's gave, first off, Daniel's giving me the thumbs down. The Marlins didn't make the playoffs. They were probably in the hunt. Or something. I just I remember they were close. They recently. were in the playoffs in twenty twenty. Oh, two like, years three. ago. See, I, you know, over the last couple of years, I just completely lost all concept of time. Just oh, it was two years ago. Sure. And then with the playoffs, I do like the playing tournament. I will say I do like the playing tournament because that expands the playoffs without expanding the playoffs. If that makes any sense, it it adds more mm-hmm. teams into the mix, but it's still. Eight teams once the playoffs get rolling uh, per conference. Mm-hmm. We're 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 not seeing a team that's five to ten games under five hundred playing the number one seed Golden State Warriors or Milwaukee Bucks or Miami Heat, whoever it is. And yes, anything can happen. But in a five to seven game series, the better team is going to prevail ninety nine percent of the time. So exactly. when it comes to the playing tournament, I'm all for it because it keeps it at sixteen. What I don't want to see is just straight up. The top 12 teams in each conference make it or something like that. First two teams get a buy. However they want to do it like that, I don't want that to happen. That would be a nightmare to deal with. Agreed. Now, another thing that I want to get off on before I get off this call is when it comes down to, and I know that you probably have a difference in opinion on this, as do I, but when it comes down to, when it comes down to YouTubers trying to box, obviously Jake Paul was supposed to face off against Hasim Rockman Jr. this past weekend, but that fight got canceled or cut off at the wings the weekend beforehand. But now when you see, 
you know, issues like weight cutting and, you know, all this craziness. Do you think that YouTube boxing or celebrities trying to get into boxing is starting to wear out its warranty? Okay, so for starters, it's not for me. I, I'm not a boxing guy, so even if I do like the celebrity, I think like Frank Gore is fighting or fought Darren Williams or something like that. I like mm-hmm. both of those guys playing. Frank Gore's my guy. I don't care. That's not going to move the needle for me. I will say, Jake Paul, actually a decent fighter. If he wanted to commit to being a boxer, I think he could be a lower-tier guy and for sure be good because from what I've seen, again, I'm not going out paying $50 to watch Jake Paul box, but, uh, you know, (laughs) all things considered, I think he's not bad. Um, And I, I think you're right. I think to an extent the novelty of it is wearing off. Christian, I got to run. I got to hit the commercial break, and I got a guest coming up. Thanks so much for the call and starting the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, and I'll talk to you on social media at Dom Jimenez 21 Thank you. Christian, great with the timing, great with the plugs. I'm Dominic Jimenez. This is Titling Sports. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back into the show. Dominic Jimenez with you on Titillating Sports, heard on the Sports Byline USA broadcast network across the United States and all around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Very excited to welcome in my next guest. He's director Danny Villanueva Jr., and he's directed the new supernatural thriller I Dream of Psychopomp. Premieres August 12th on the Terror Films channel. Digital on August 19th, and on the Kings of Horror channel, August 26th. A little blurb about the film. A grieving widower haunted by the distressed ghost of his recently deceased wife is visited in his dreams by a psychopomp who teaches him about the spirit world and soul-guiding through stories of death and the supernatural. Danny, welcome to the film. First off, what is a psychopomp? Hey, Dominic. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are not familiar with the term, um, but it's actually uh, something that is present in many different cultures around the world, and it's been throughout history, but it's basically a soul guide. It's uh, this kind of being that helps transition spirits that are stuck on Earth into the afterlife. And how did um, you know your experience with uh, what a psychopomp is? Was it something you were familiar with? Was it something that you looked into for the sake of this film? What, what's your relationship with the, the idea of a psychopomp? Yeah, I didn't realize how big a, of a concept it was. I mean, most of us are familiar with the figure of the Grim Reaper, and that's kind of where the idea started. I was writing, and I just I loved the idea of the character, the image, the imagery uh, revolved around it, and I thought, how how could I turn this into a more reality grounded film? You know, and I started to look into this whole uh, idea of the psychopomp, and I found uh, shamanisms or shamans who practice uh, psychopomping in in their shamanism. They go into this alternate state of consciousness through meditation and they find these earthbound spirits they have conversations with them and then help them come to terms with death and i thought this is probably the most uh grounded um version of this kind of character so i decided to write these stories that kind of kind of are based off 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 of that but also psychic mediums who do communicate with spirits and in some sense, are psychopomps of themselves. And then also, I think all of us are psychopomps in one way or another, especially if we're 
dealing with losing a loved one. Um, there's something about being there to comfort them, especially uh, caregivers or you know just children of, of dying parents. We sort of work as psychopomps ourselves. And you you mentioned some of the ways that the normal person uh, kind of acts and and has to perform similarly to what it, as a psychopomp, whether it's for somebody else or ourselves. Um, how did this story come about for you? What was the inspiration behind the film? Your connection to um, this grieving widower? Because I think anytime anybody performs or creates some form of art, whether it's painting, drawing, music, film, even radio. We, we always seem to pull the best out of ourselves and, and make it a connection. And at that point, when we kind of pour ourselves into it and, and give the viewers or consumers a little glimpse of what we are, that's when the art is most powerful. So uh, what was the inspiration for you and your connection to this story? Yes, I had a strong fear of death, and not necessarily for myself, but losing loved ones. I was raised by my biological grandparents, so I knew that the time would come a little bit sooner um, than most people who have still have their uh, biological parents. And so I felt the need to kind of prepare myself for this. And I wrote, we shot the film, and then once I got into post-production and the editing process, uh, suddenly my mother was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer, and within a few months she passed. I was her primary caregiver. So throughout this process, I was caring for her in one room, and I would take a break in the other, and I would be editing this film. And this film deals with, with the subject of death in a real honest way. You know, horror typically treats it in an exaggerated fashion for entertainment, but I wanted to speak about it truthfully. And so I do believe that this film... Uh, helped me in the grieving process. I consumed myself with everything about death. I spoke with funeral directors and grieving families, so I, I felt like I had a better understanding of it than I did before. And, you know, it's such a, a strange thing. Death is just weird to all of us, so it's really hard to kind of be able to prepare for that. But I do feel like this this did help me. And did you find it, um, you know, cathartic at all? Because when it comes to grieving, there's no, there's no script, there's no playbook, there's no right or wrong way, or there's no universal way because everybody's going to to handle it themselves. So, did you find yourself, you know, during this editing process of the film, you already had it started, you already had it shot, but the the post work, did you find that process cathartic at all, and and helping you kind of work through your feelings as you you know, we're struggling with the death of your mom. Yeah, so when I wrote the film, I, as you said, it's about this grieving widower, so we follow his journey as he grieves the loss of his wife. And when I wrote it, you know, I had one sort of understanding of that. And then once I was dealing with it personally, it took on a whole different meaning, meaning and I sort of, revisited this journey with this character in such a new light and felt like I was kind of uh, discovering it as I was editing as well even though I knew this story so well it was just it meant it was so different you know than the meaning and and everything that it was uh, definitely cathartic because I was able to follow 
his journey and watch him and the actor Elohim Pena did such a, a terrific job at conveying that grief. So it was definitely something that I I felt like I was like had someone to like go with me through this process. We're speaking with Danny Villanueva Jr., director of the new supernatural thriller I Dream of Psychopomp, premiering August 12th on Terror Films Channel, digital on August 19th, and on the Kings of Horror Channel, August 26th. Danny, what has been the the early kind of reception you've received? Because I think about, you know, the people I know and kind of how society is, and there is a taboo on death, and I think, you know, a lot of people cling to different ways to kind of help them navigate the fear of death, whether it be organized religion or spiritualism or or whatever it might be. There is a strong taboo when it comes to talking about death. So what has the reception been of the film so far that you've been able to get? Yeah, it's it's one that kind of surprised me. I mean, when we think of horror films, we think of like pure entertainment. People go in there to have fun, to be scared, a thrill ride. But in this kind of film, we do have scares and, and there's thrills, but there's this tenderness to it. And as I've said, the film of, of, touches on death in such an honest way that people end up coming out um, with a whole, you know, their expectations are completely blown because that's not what they expected. But there are a lot of people who have dealt with grief, dealt with loss, uh, and especially those who have had recent experiences that have came up to me after screenings and just told me how this film had affected them in that kind of way. And they, you know, explained that it was cathartic in ways to them. And that was something that I, I think when I set out to write it, I, that was always kind of in the back of my head. And then over this long process, I sort of forgot my all my initial um like wants and goals and what what the film why i truly wanted to create it and then that all came back once i started to see uh, these strangers uh experiencing it for the first time they're seeing like the the true intentions and, and a lot of it was surprising to me i didn't expect certain moments or, or scenes to um relate and impact people in those kinds of ways. We have been speaking with Danny Villanueva Jr., director of the new supernatural thriller I Dream of Psychopomp. It premieres August 12th on the Terror Films channel, on digital August 19th, and on the Kings of Horror channel August 26th. You heard it from the man himself. It's it's more than just a horror movie. It, 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 it's got its scares. It's got different elements, and it makes you feel, and I think... At the end of the day, that's all we can do with uh, our art as a barometer of success is that it makes you feel. So, Danny, congrats on the film, and thank you so much for taking some time and joining us today. Thank you so much, Dominic. It was great to speak with you. It was great speaking with you as well, and it was my pleasure. That is Danny Villanueva Jr. One more time, the film I Dream of Psychopomp premieres August 12th on the Terror Films channel, on digital August 19th, and on the Kings of Horror channel August 26th. We've got more sports talk coming up on the other side here, titillating sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. I'm Dominic Jimenez, and if you want to call, I've got an open segment coming up. You can be like Christian. We can talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. This is titillating sports. 
This is a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup sound experiment. We're looking to find the perfect way to hear Reese's so you'll buy more of them. Here we go. Reese's. 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 Hey, get out of here, you little stinker. Reese's. 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 Peanut butter cups. That, that breathy one sounded very creepy, am I right? Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for thinkers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. This is Titillating Sports with Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to the show. You can give me a call. I'm sorry, I'll... Let me reintroduce myself, Dominic Jimenez. This is Titling Sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You can give me a call if you want. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. And we'll talk about whatever, as evidenced by my conversation with Christian. We talked some baseball, talked some basketball. We talked about 
playoff structuring in both sports, and we talked about celebrities boxing. We can do it all. It's not just Rick who can do baseball, basketball, hoop, soccer, football, hockey, soccer, tennis, golf, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball, Quidditch, chess checkers. I can do it too. And honestly, I mentioned it last week. I'm better equipped at talking about Quidditch than Rick is. I'm a huge Harry Potter guy. You want to talk about the Quidditch World Cup? I got it. Victor Crumb, one of the greatest seekers in the world ever, all time? I can do it. Harry overrated? Yeah, just a little bit. 1-800-878-7529. Let's talk about some soccer. How about that? Because the Premier League in England got started over the weekend. And one of the, if not the, biggest signing in the transfer window... Remember, you can only move soccer teams during the transfer window. There's one during the summer, and then there's one during December, January. And basically, it's not like American sports where it's just random free agency or trades or anything like that. Basically, players can who want to move can go talk to a team, and then if uh, that team can reach an agreement with his current team, uh, they can he can go to the new team. It's to, to to people familiar with American sports and transactions, it makes no sense. It's it's bizarre. Wait, so you're telling me Leo Messi, who's under contract with Barcelona, which he's not right now, he's at PSG, but he can he can go and talk to whatever team he wants, and if that team agrees to pay Barcelona a bunch of money, they can have him? Yeah. It's not really a transfer, it's more like buying and selling players open market. And then there are guys who run out of contracts and can sign on in what they call a free transfer. It's basically uh, he's signing as a free agent because he doesn't have a contract. We saw that with uh, Sergio Ramos uh, leaving Real Madrid. We saw that with Gareth Bale coming to LAFC on a free transfer. Uh, Giorgio Chiellini, Chiellini to LAFC. So typically when you see a guy come to MLS who is or was once a star, it's on a free transfer because let's get real MLS teams cannot afford large transfer payments to European clubs for top tier talent. Uh, so for starters, Gareth Bale, I mentioned him, he scored over the weekend. I think it was his second goal for LAFC. Giorgio Chiellini had one of the greatest cards of all time. The ball was clearly going to bounce over his head and he was the final defender and it was going to lead to a one-on-one situation for the other team. So what did he do? If you can see me on Twitch, he did this. He, he put his hands up and basically volleyball swatted the ball down. It was great. Everybody's like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. No. Trust me, a veteran, an all-time great like Giorgio Chiellini, he knows exactly what he's doing. So as I was saying, one of the biggest transfers during the summer was Erling Holland, the Norwegian striker, 22 years old, already one of the top Strikers in the world was super successful at Borussia Dortmund in Germany, second, third best club in Germany behind Bayern Munich. And uh, there are other teams that periodically will perform well. Sometimes Salzburg will be good. Sometimes uh, uh, Leipzig will be good. So it it, it varies in the uh, German in the Bundesliga uh, behind Bayern Munich. So he was great. Dortmund had a really bad year. They're not going to be in the Champions League. Excuse me. They're not going to be in the Champions League um, this upcoming season. And that's really the pinnacle for club soccer. Yes, it's great winning your league. Yes, it's great winning your domestic cup. But what you really want to do is you want to get in and win the Champions League. 
And as anybody on Twitch right now can see, right here, right there, Real Madrid, my club, they won the Champions League again this past season. So it's basically the best of the best in Europe, all playing each other in a World Cup-style competition. Holland didn't get, he wasn't going to get to do that, so he went to Manchester City, who have very, very, very deep pocketbooks. Um, I was hoping maybe Real Madrid would make a run at him, but they were in on Mbappe, who decided he was going to take the offer to stay with PSG and basically become a part owner of the club. I can't say that I blame him for staying. But Erling Holland, it was all the fanfare, 22 years old. How is he going to adapt to the Premier League, which is arguably the most competitive you know, top-to-bottom league in the world. How is he going to compete? How is he going to be able to handle the physicality, the new country, the new weather, new teammates? There's always big risk when you sign a big player like this. How did he respond in his first game for Manchester City in the Premier League? Two goals against West Ham. That's how he's going to respond. His two goals scored one goal in the first, one in the second half, And they won their opening game in search of defending their title. So, yeah, Erling Holland, a very good player. Now, conversely, the other Manchester team had much lower expectations going into the season. If you can call it that. Nobody is expecting Manchester United to win the Premier League title this year. They're, They're just not. They struggled last year. I don't believe they finished in the top four. They're not going to be a Champions League team this year. But there were still expectations because it's Manchester United. It's it's similar if you want to look at it like the Yankees. 